This is The Book of Life, a podcast that uncovers life lessons from Judaism's most important book, helping you power your day with purpose. Here is Ruchi Koval. According to family legend, I started reading when I was around three years old, and apparently I never really stopped. As a kid, my favorite pastime was to sit myself down with a stack of books and plow through them. So I started to notice that there were some themes that repeated themselves throughout the books. Here's one of them. It's somebody's birthday, but nobody seems to have remembered their birthday. In fact, it seems that everybody is avoiding them on their birthday and is too busy to even talk to them on their birthday. Wow, this is so stressful. Protagonist is sad and stressed and frustrated. Poor me, everyone forgot my birthday. As it turns out, everyone was actually so busy planning their surprise party that they were too busy to pay attention to them on their birthday. Surprise, it all worked out in the end. The ends justify the means, end of story. This genre always gave me an inordinate amount of stress. Why should the main character suffer for so long just because everybody's keeping the stupid secret? Wouldn't it be better to just let the birthday girl know so she can actually be excited and look forward to the birthday? The crux of the issue, the underlying theme here is secrets. More specifically, when are secrets useful and when are they damaging? I remember when one of my kids received a difficult diagnosis about their mental health. My child asked me if they were allowed to tell anyone about their condition. I tried to help my child understand the difference between privacy and secrecy. Privacy meant that their medical realities were their own private business and that they didn't have to share it with anyone unless they wanted to and that it was nobody else's business unless they wanted it to be somebody's business. Secrecy, however, means that you do not have agency to share. Keeping a secret means that you cannot tell others because of someone else's rules or one's own internal rules in which there is often shame and fear involved. Privacy is empowering, whereas secrecy can often be burdensome. There's a tremendous amount of maturity and discernment required to know when withholding information with others is important and necessary and requires self-control and self-discipline. And when it crosses over into the kinds of damaging secret keeping that hurts other people or even ourselves. And very often, there will be a lot of trial and error until we figure it out. There are also a lot of cultural differences in families and communities in terms of secret keeping. Some people are pressured into sharing information that they're not comfortable sharing. Others are pressured not to share information that they would find tremendously relieving if they could share. As researcher Brene Brown puts it, you're only as sick as your secrets. This week's Torah portion continues the dramatic tale of Joseph and his brothers. Last week, we left off with Joseph sending for his father and the rest of the family to join him in Egypt, where he could offer them some economic prosperity and security. In this week's Torah portion, we follow the rest of Jacob's life as he resides in Egypt, 
reunited with his beloved son after 22 years of separation. Jacob lives for another 17 years in Egypt until he passes away at a ripe old age. But when the Torah describes Jacob's death, it says this, And it came to pass after these things that someone said to Joseph, Behold, your father is ill. So he took his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim, with him. You would have to wonder, wasn't Joseph a frequent visitor to Jacob? I mean, the father and son were separated for 22 years. I would imagine that they would be inseparable now. Wouldn't Joseph be clued in to his father's physical wellness and aging? Why did someone have to tell him that his father was ill? But the commentaries reveal that for the entire 17-year span that they were reunited, Joseph never allowed himself to be alone with his father and therefore kept somewhat of a distance. He didn't know what Jacob knew or didn't know about the brother selling him all those years ago. The way Joseph figured, what would be the advantage in him telling Jacob at this belated point in the story that his other sons had tried to kill Joseph but eventually sold him into slavery instead? In what way would that bring any benefit to the world? But he was afraid that if he would be alone with his father, he wouldn't be able to control himself and he would reveal the secret that would be so damaging. So in all those years, he always made sure that there were other people around so that he would not be tempted to reveal what should not be revealed. I find this teaching absolutely astonishing. That a person should have that kind of self-control and put the right boundaries in place to make sure that the right kinds of secrets were kept and not leaked. It stands in such marked contrast to the culture we live in, where everything is leaked and revealed, and people even get paid to leak and reveal other people's private information. It's so interesting how, when it comes to keeping secrets, a person will often say, can you keep a secret? And if you say yes, then they'll go ahead and share information with you that must not be repeated or shared with anyone else. Now, just think about this. The person who discloses the secret to you was unable to muster the self-control to keep it to themselves. Yet, they're asking you to do what they couldn't do, which is to keep the secret inside and not further share it with anyone else. Now, I ask you, does this make any sense whatsoever? They can't keep a secret, so they're asking you to keep one instead? But we know that self-control is in short supply, and it can be extremely difficult to keep a secret like that inside. So this leads us to another aspect of secrets. Are we burdening others by asking them unfairly to keep secrets that are too big to keep? Self-control is very important, but sometimes we overly demand it of others in ways that we can't even really comply with ourselves. So back to birthdays. We recently planned a milestone birthday surprise for our mother. One of the big topics for discussion was, should it be a surprise? I said that I thought she would appreciate being able to look forward to her birthday celebration rather than being surprised. In other words, there was a greater tangible benefit to our mother in telling her about the party than in keeping it a secret. Which sort of leads me to the conclusion of this podcast. Joseph's secret had a demonstrable constructive purpose. 
He wanted to shield his father and his brothers from unnecessary pain and discord over something that couldn't be changed, something that was and remained in the past. Do our secrets protect or do they hurt? Whom do those secrets benefit? Is the secret about privacy and dignity or about shame and being silenced? Perhaps the wisdom of the Torah and the exploration of these questions can help us figure out which secrets are indeed worth keeping. This is the Book of Life. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Rookie again next time for more meaning and inspiration from Judaism's most important book to power your day with purpose. You're listening to a Momentum Podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.